Everybody's dancing now. Oh, those moves. So let's do the time warp again. If we want to bring Kara home, we have to go back in time. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, April 27th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. If you tuned in to Sunday's Oscars, you were among an increasingly smaller audience that did so. This year's show was the lowest rated ever, with Nielsen reporting 9.85 million viewers. That's down by more than 13 million from last year's ceremony when 23.6 million people saw Parasite win Best Picture. Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon has started production. HBO released a behind-the-scenes photo Monday, which you can see at EW.com, of the cast gathered for a socially distanced table read. The upcoming series is set 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones and will tell the story of House Targaryen. Netflix has announced that a third season of Master of None will debut May 23rd. The five episodes, all directed by Aziz Ansari, will focus on Lena Waithe's character Denise and her marriage to Alicia, played by Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker's Naomi Ackie. Ansari and Waithe co-wrote all of the episodes, which feature both the ups and downs of Denise and Alicia's marriage, struggles with fertility, and their personal growth both as a couple and as individuals. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. Now let's time warp ahead to our number three pick. Supergirl is heading back to 2009 in tonight's episode as Nia and Brainy attempt to save Kara from the Phantom Zone. They'll need to head back to Kara's high school days to secure the item needed to free her while keeping a low profile so as to not alter the future timeline. Here's a sneak peek at what happens after their ship crash lands upon arrival. Alex was right, it's freezing. And they said climate change wasn't real then. Our time relay box is broken. What? It'll take days to fix. Well, then we're in luck. We're day early. Masquerade-themed prom. Our disguises are useless. Brainy, it's okay. No! We have to fix a component, replace its missing dysprosium, and on top of that, locate new costumes. Brainy, we can do everything you're talking about. We have 24 hours. All we have to worry about is not being seen. Oh my gosh! Did you guys just come out of that spaceship? Cora? What's up? Go figure, young Kara is the first person on the scene. So much for a low profile. Meanwhile, a young reporter named Cat Grant sets her sights on Midvale, suspecting there's a big story to be found in the small town. Dress up in your finest prom attire and tune in to Supergirl at 9 on the CW for what is sure to be an affair to remember. Perhaps a walk in the clouds. Are those still prom themes or am I totally dating myself? It's trivia time. Strange as it may seem, Supergirl didn't always air on the CW. What was the show's original network when it premiered back in 2015? ABC, CBS, or NBC? Stick around for the answer. There's no time twisting in our number two pick, but there is 
a twister involved. On tonight's episode of The Resident, a tornado touches down in Atlanta with Chastain directly in its path, sending the entire staff into crisis mode. Of course, everyone is also still reeling from Mina's sudden departure last week. Here's a clip from the episode. What's that? Mina. She told me to give it to you if you started... Spinning out? No, yeah. Very funny. Dear Nick, please stop doing that thing you do when you feel guilty, where you can't sit still. Hmm. I know you need permission to let things go, so here. Unclench your fist, let it go. Last thing I want is to be an anchor around your neck. Mina. She knows you almost as well as I do. There's not going to be much time to dwell on that, though. Soon, Conrad and Nick have to work on an injured EMT, while Devin and Leela become trapped with a man who has severe head trauma, causing them to operate with limited medical supplies. Meanwhile, Belle puts the Raptor and Dr. Wong on a case involving a young cancer patient in need of a very risky surgery. Never a dull moment at this hospital. The Resident airs tonight at 8 on Fox. Stick around, our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Here on the show, we tell you about a lot of new things that are available to watch on cable or streaming, but you know, it's nice to go back into the vault every now and then, and that's why joining me right now is EW's Rosie Cordero. Hey, Rosie, how's it going? Woohoo! So excited to go into this vault. Yeah, me too. Well, so then I'm going to ask you the question right now so you can tell everyone else what you're watching. So I'm watching the original Wonder Woman series starting Linda Carter. Woo! Love Linda Carter. Love the show. It was so groundbreaking. Uh, why are you re-watching this one? Well, when I was a little girl, I was obsessed with being Wonder Woman. And at the time, I had no idea that this woman, Linda Carter, is part Mexican. So this is our Latina superhero. And I didn't know it as a child. And since the pandemic, I said, this is a perfect time for me to rewatch something that I love so much and that I could be proud of as an adult seeing, mm -hmm. you know, my fellow Latina being, you know, our first superhero. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, I think you might have been the first person who told me that uh, a while back sitting in the office. Remember when we could be in the office? Uh, the good old days. But uh, I digress. So as you are starting this rewatch, what's something that's kind of, I don't know, jumping out to you? Maybe something you didn't remember from all those years ago when you when you first watched it? Well, I mean, the storylines are solid. The, the video effects are hilarious because it's like, wow, we've come so far. But the storylines are still so strong and I'm still like 
I'm watching it and I'm, I feel like I'm just as into it as I was when I was a kid. And that's kind of something magical that I've been able to share now with like a younger me to kind of watch it as an adult and to share that same love all these years later. I won't tell you how many years later, but all these years later. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, sharing all that love, what do you love about this show? I mean, you know, obviously from uh, aside from the Linda Carter aspect, what do you love about Wonder Woman? I mean, it's partially Linda Carter, but it's about all the girl power that's in this. I'm so like into like supporting women. And hello, this is a woman that with her accessories, she's able to fight off bad guys, bullets, all kinds of things. So I'm all about the accessories and the fashion angle. Like she's walking around in a swimsuit. And yeah, those bracelets are everything. And I still want it. Uh, Are you a fan of the new movies? I am, but I feel like canon to me is Linda Carter and I feel like I'm cheating on her <laughs> by, by watching the new. I feel like it's something that's totally different, the new ones. Yeah. And I, again, as someone who is so girl power, I love, you know, what Gal brings to the role uh, and everything. But to me, the original, like to me, canon is, you know, mm-hmm. Linda Carter's Wonder Woman for sure. Yeah, yeah. Gal Gadot is great. But there is something to be said. You know, a lot of people hate remakes and stuff. But in this case, I love that it's happened because it it opens the doors for people to go back and revisit. So, you know, a lot of people who grew up watching the show can now, like, show that to their kids and be like, look, I also had Wonder Woman. Here's this. I think it's a great reason to revisit a show. Well, that's that's what I, I, I was saying earlier, uh, that I love how the stories still stand. There's still really good stories mm-hmm. that are still relevant today. It's still kind of you know, uh, oh, like, who's this woman? Like, you know, and Mm -hmm. who does she think she is kind of deal. And, you know, (laughs) we're still fighting for, you know, women's equality and all that stuff. But it's still just really fun. It's just a really fun watch that, again, you know, you can share with your children or your inner child or, you know, your girlfriends. It's just it's just a really fun watch. And I'm really glad that I started to do that. You know, on one hand, it's great that stories are still relevant, but also not great that some of those stories are still relevant. Right. Exactly. I mean, at the heart of this, at least, you know, when you you watch the first episode and, you know, she's like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. She's leaving this paradise behind Mm -hmm. for a man. She's in love with Lyle Wagner's character, Steve Trevor. And so she's getting into all these messes because she wants to be with this cute guy. So kind of the messaging there is something Mm -hmm. that, you know, we we've kind of moved from but for sure it's still like the girl power on the inside that i love yeah well so the biggest takeaway here is this halloween look for rosie as og (laughs) linda carter wonder woman bracelets and all (laughs) love it all right well thanks rosie and if all of you want to catch up on the original wonder woman all episodes uh it's technically three seasons but it's listed as four we won't get into all of that but it's all available on hbo max thanks rosie thank you and now calling all k-pop fans for our number one pick Chad, yes, this is the TBS sitcom starring Nassim Pedrad as a 14-year-old boy whose praises we sang on this show a few weeks back. Tonight's episode finds Chad still in search of his identity, joining Asian Appreciation Club at school, where he stumbles onto the world and wonder of K-pop. That night, he's eager to share the news with his family while shoveling down a dinner of spaghetti and meatballs. Here's a clip. Have you guys, like, heard about this K-pop thing? It's awesome. You probably haven't, though. It hasn't really hit the states yet. Slow down. You're going to choke. <coughs> Chew your food. 
trinkst noch Wortel. Okay. It's awesome. It's basically this cream mashup of pop, hip-hop, and R&B. And they have to go to these like, crazy schools where they basically train for like 17 hours a day, and some of them even have to get plastic surgery. It's so awesome, Mom. You're so stupid. Everyone already knows about K-pop. It's literally one of the most famous things on Earth. Which is what I'm saying. We all know about K-pop, and, and we all like it. I'm really glad you're excited about something, Chad. I really am. I'm so sick, Mom. I feel like it was made for me. I mean, it was made for teenage girls, but okay. And rest assured, this leads to more embarrassing moments for Chad, and that's exactly why you should tune in. Padrad, by the way, continues to impress every week with how much she commits to this character. You can catch Chad tonight at 10.30 on TBS. And now the answer to today's trivia question, what was Supergirl's original network when it premiered back in 2015? ABC, CBS, or NBC? Let's see what the answer is. It's CBS. The show moved to the CW starting with its second season and hasn't looked back since. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I am Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch what to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.